Hi guys and welcome back to the FPL Reaction Podcast. This is episode 7, series 2. How are you, Max? Good, thank you. Good. Um, looking forward to the games ahead this week and hopefully to try and gain some more rank. How are you doing, Luke? Um, yeah, not, not too bad. I think I've, I've, like I've been a little bit ill this week and sort of trying to capture, catch up um, with with lots of different stuff and lots of different content and stuff. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to um, the the next game week actually, and just you know seeing seeing if we can get it any better than the last, I suppose, without giving too much away. Um, and talking of recent game weeks, let's just have a look at at our reviews, um, our team reviews from the from game week five. So do you want to start with that? Yeah. So my goalkeeper, Sanchez, um, as I kept saying about Jamie Vardy, you know, I kept going on about him in the podcast last time when uh, hmm. he, he scores and ruins our clean sheet. So that was frustrating. And of course, Sanchez got booked. So not ideal with the one point, but moving on to Alexander Arnold, who did not play for some unknown illness. Maybe he's got he's caught what you had, Lewis. Maybe fucking whatever it is, it was frustrating for me because I had no one coming in off the bench. Um, so yeah. that was zero points there. Um, Creswell, my other defender, one point. Uh, yeah, two goals conceded, so he lost a point. I mean, I still, as an asset, I know West Ham have got some more. You know, they've not got the easiest running over the next kind of six or so games, but I still think Creswell is a is an asset for me. Um, so I probably won't take him out anytime soon. Luke Shaw, now he's got he's got the uh, another blank in terms of two points, no clean sheet. Yeah. You know, forty one percent people have got him now, and I'm definitely in the kind of boat where I feel he's. Um, He's just a bit annoying, to be honest. He's starting I mean, to get a little bit irritating yeah, now, isn't he? He is, because you yeah. don't... Originally, you're going for them, you know, you can kind of offset the fact the fact that he hasn't, you know, he's not getting the clean sheets and, you know, he's getting that attacking returns. But at the moment, you know, I know he got the assist um, the other week for Ronaldo, but I feel he's, he's kind of... There's other players, I feel, that at the same price bracket that you could probably go for. But yeah, anyway, moving on to White. My four point four million gem, uh, seven points. Ooh. I think I think he's. Uh, is that how many it's only good. Seven. Sorry, seven points. Is that yeah, many, seven points. So he got the bonus. Points. One of the bonus points. To be honest, I'm surprised he got what the bonus point because I watched the game and I mm. felt a few times he was he was doing what kind of us, you know, the kids on a Sunday Sunday morning do, and they just look at the ball and don't look at that where the man is. He. There was a few times where he, he wasn't watching his uh, the striker and he let in anyway, but he, he managed to get the bonus point somehow and, and he got the seven points. So I'll take mm. it. Let's just hope against Spurs on the weekend he um he does focus on what his teammates are doing. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on to Rafinha, eight points, which I'm happy with. Was frustrating to see him come off um, because I felt he, he looked he looked he looked really decent. He got the eight points there and got the bonus point as he scored, um, which was good. Always feels like uh, Rafinha should be returning more than he has. If that makes sense, I agree. I think he has chances, doesn't he? He has a lot of chances, and um, mm. perhaps it's just one of those. You know, further down the line, we will see that he'll have one of those days where he'll put all all, all the chances away. Um, but either way, you know, we've got to. T- I know currently on FPL app, it's saying that he's um, he's got a hip injury, but yeah, I'll have to monitor that. 
um, Yota, the as we uh, moaned last week, you know, we haven't. Whenever we've owned him, he's done fuck all, and he continues that run. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got three points, seventy-five minutes. I mean, he's playing Brentford next. Um, you know, you got. Uh, it's just fresh. I know the thing is, I'm not going to be too hard on myself because I brought him in on the back the fact that he was doing well, and um, you know, I'll give him a bit more. I guess I've got to give him more time because currently in my team there's more urgent transfers that I might need to make. But yeah, frustrating again. A captain, which was Salah. Um, happy, of course, he got the booking for taking the shirt off, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think I saw you tweet or something, something oh, about like God. losing us two points. But either way, he it's managed to get a goal and an assist, which which meant that was the right captain choice for me that week. So twenty four points. Um, moving on to Fernandez. Uh, He's a. I still. He. Do you know what? I was. I, I think I sent a message to you, Lewis. You know, I was frustrated that Ronaldo didn't because I thought he should have got the assist. But you know, even if I think someone tweeted and FPL had to come out and say no because he he got this goal from the rebound of his own shot. So okay, fair enough. But I mean, he looked. Da- I thought he looked dangerous at times. The matter the balls he was playing, the vision, um, and he did have the shot where he hit the post. So as much as he got the two points, and of course you know he, the price he has, and the fact that you know Ronaldo's firing does make you think. Does make me think, you know, how much time have I got with him? And if, of course, I want to alternate my, you know, strike force and get a more premium striker, then to fund that he will be going rather than Salah. Um, but anyway, I think for the moment he stays for. Well, I won't go on to my preview yet, but he got two points. Frustrating, but we move. Um, Odegaard, so I managed to get eleven points from Odegaard, which was good. Uh, we got his; it was a great free kick, a bit of quality that I felt we needed. Um, so yeah, he got the goal and the bonus points as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't expect that every week, but I do expect him to, in terms of assists. Um, I think at the time of, I think he's gone up now to two point one percent ownership. But when I had, I think last week when I had him, he was zero point eight. So yeah, that was a good differential. Um, moving on to my attack, so Bamford, five points, um, got the assist. <sighs> Again, I feel like he could have him and Rafinha. I thought could have got more in that game, but because they both returned, I accepted it, and it was the early fixture. And you know, at that point, it did give me a good kind of rank boost. Um, so overall, sixty-four points. Um, I mean, if Alexander Arnold played, I think he would have got something. Which that's what frustrates me. I think he would have, he would have got. Of course, he would have got the clean sheet, but I think he could have got some form of attacking return, and that would have made it much better for me. Um, but yeah, overall, 64 points. Um, Rank-wise, the frustrating thing was, at one point, I was on 58 points, and I went up to 270, 270k or something like that. Yeah. But because of, I think it was Ben Rama, is his fault. <laughs> he um, ended up going from 710k to 616. So it's a rank rise. Um Consistent again, I'm happy in terms of, you know, I'm getting the consistent points. It's just kind of getting that just above that now. Um, but yeah, overall, I will accept it as a game week. But what about you, Lewis? You do, um, how did you do? Yeah, so, I mean, it, was, um, it wasn't it was a great week for me, to be honest. And I think um, a, lot, a lot of that was, was down to 
a couple of different things and, and you'll find out why obviously Sanchez he he's my keeper um he he lost the uh, he lost the clean sheet which I did think they'd keep so it's a one pointer sure we've already covered him he's just not um performing the way you want a 5.5 million pound defender to perform um similar to Dean actually um but obviously Dean far far worse than sure in every single way um uh, Ailing came off the bench for Trent with his two points, and uh, Marcel one point. He was I thought was quite awful actually um, against um, against Jesus. Who who did they play now? Uh, it was uh, Brentford, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, a, a big performance from Tony and, and Bremo Actually, it was a really good game to be honest. Um, really good performance. I mean, um, from Brentford, which I was a little bit um, surprised by actually. Um, funny because everyone's sort of selling Tony and Mbwemo at the moment, aren't they? And I know a few people... Uh, I sold Mbwemo. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so Marcel, he got one point. Wasn't too happy about that. And then I actually chose to play uh, Brandon Williams from Norwich and he got zero points. Um, so yeah, that was that was, a, that was a little bit of a, a clangor at the back, wasn't it? I mean, I got nearly 40 points. Um, from the defence last game week and this week only six so massive swing there in points from last week to this week uh, I'll start on Ben Rama he was he was um, he was quite quiet actually against Man United although quite active I mean he was active when you were watching him he was running a lot and his movement was great he just wasn't should have been an own goal Lewis <laughs> yeah I think no, I think that... It was on target, wasn't it? I guess. I mean, it, it's it's hard to know, isn't it? It's it, it's hard to know whether it was on target or not because it was sort of curling. So I think it was it was from from his position. It, it looked like it was curling the top right, um, but then obviously I think the defection took it to De Gea's right. Um, so so sort of our our left. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a, it was a nice surprise considering Ben Rama's not really been performing lately. I mean, I actually bought him after his two good um two good 12 point returns his t- first two match days um and so i <laughs> basically returned the two points and the three points so i think that one was deserved for the owners um, that brought him in um to be honest for, for staying for staying loyal because i know a lot of people saw ben rama uh, salah 24 points it's just just so reliable isn't he it's just when you when you're not too sure who who you can rely on um, Salah stands out by a mile, doesn't he, in your team? Um, yeah, definitely. You've got the trust there. And, of course, there's a lot of people that are captaining him. So, mm. And his current ownership, you know, it's one of those where you you kind of have well, that effective ownership and stuff. You kind of you feel obliged to. Yeah. I mean, I mean Jota, Jota is a, t- a totally different story, though. He's, um, I mean, to reflect how, to highlight how badly Jota has, has been in the past couple of weeks, um, the miss definitely, uh, uh, you know, represents that because it, I think it was from four yards out, and all he had to do was hit it downwards, and it's a goal. For did you see that? See the miss? I, I think yeah, and they. I think I saw a picture, and it was like Bloody that. People awful. drew all the angles where they he could have hit it, and he. <laughs> awful. But it's um, it's annoying. It is frustrating. Yeah, it's, it's it's a funny one because obviously with Firmino coming back, we're stuck in that situation now where owners aren't really too sure what to do with him. But I mean, we'll talk about Yotta a bit further on in the hot topics. Um, Triore, uh, whew, I mean, what 
I'm trying. I'm struggling to find some positives to say about Triore, um, other than the fact he's got great long-term fixtures. So I mean, he he's he's it, it's hard because Jimenez isn't in form. You know, he's got a lot of catching up to do because of the injury and stuff. So I'm not blaming it on Jimenez, but he is part of the reason I think that Triore isn't returning because he had a really good chance to put it in for a Triore assist, but just didn't look sharp at all. Um, but then Triore can't finish himself, can he? Like, no, no, no. I think, only... I think that is that is right. I think the, the finishing part I can sort of get over because he put so many balls into the box that, you know, he, the guy should be picking up two to three assists per match. The problem with that is his crosses are absolutely terrible. <laughs> absolutely awful. I, he, he must have pointed about hundred crosses into the well, I say into the box, over the box, it's probably more accurate. And I'm not even joking, like every ball that he put in, I think went out for a throw in on the other side. <laughs> Definitely needs to be in the training ground. I think he doesn't he must he says he doesn't I know there was a thing that he says he doesn't go to the gym, but he obviously does and he obviously works on his like, kind of plyometric power and stuff like that. He just practice crossing and shooting and he might <laughs> yeah. start returning. I think, he start, I think he needs just to chill out on leg day a little bit. They keep going further and further every uh, every game week, these crosses. But um, anyway, moving on, um, Ronaldo, obviously, you know, you're going to get goals from Ronaldo, aren't you? You know, it, it should have probably been more. Um, I think he played a little bit on trying to win a penalty. And I think that's why he didn't get the final challenge in the box on him from Zuma because he was sort of, he seemed like he was trying to play for a penalty. Um, it did look like it. To me, I think the last one was. Yeah, and I think when refs see that sort of playing for a penalty penalty behaviour, you're less likely to get, a, you know, an actual offence. Yeah, you know, you're less likely. So maybe he made a rod for his own back on that one, Ronaldo. Um, Bamford, probably the luckiest assist ever because I thought he played pretty awful. To be honest, I mean the assist. I say lucky. Um, the ball in the the ball to the ball to um, Rafinha was was so deep into not deep. It was it was close to it was nowhere near the, the opponent's box. It was sort of. In fact, I didn't expect Rafinha to even shoot. I mean, was it even a shot or was it a cross? I mean, either way, uh, either way, Rodrigo jump over and it curled in um, somehow. But yeah. I'll take the assistant run because I don't feel like Bamford played that well at all. So that was me anyway. Um, 56 point. What did you say your rank was, Max? 616k, I think. So not that far at all, actually, because I had a bad week this week and I got 56 points. Um, it, it felt, it, although it was average and it was one point above the average, we both we both know that we're not targeting above the average casual player. We're targeting the the top 10k average, aren't we? On on live FPL now. I mean, that's the real, you know, that's 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 where the real gains are, isn't it? If you if you're topping that average, and uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, and it was well above that. So uh, drop because obviously the previous week I made a 400k climb from 800 to 400k um, this week. That uh, the the fifty six percent this fifty six points sorry resulted in a about a hundred and something k drop, 
So current rank is like 500 and something K. Late 580, 590k, so it's probably only a few points in between our scores. Uh, overall, I think so. I think so. It's yeah. it's it's pretty tight at the moment. Um, but overall, I think if I look at it the past two weeks, I, I try and look at it in a positive way, as in I've made a 200k rank game in two game weeks, um, and it makes me considerably more happier. Um, but yeah, so. With that said, uh, we need to start looking ahead now, don't we? Before we hit the hot topics and discuss um, all the extras, we need to just look at how we intend on attacking um, the next game week. And obviously, there's lots to debate and lots to talk about in, in terms of lineup. There seems to be lots of flags, lots of captaincy options. Um, what are your thoughts around your lineup? I don't think I'm going to change anything. Um, I've got Sanchez and goal against Palace. I mean, am I gonna, am I gonna um, transfer another goalkeeper in? Probably not. So yeah, he's gonna stay. Trent, hopefully, he's recovered from his illness. Took some ibuprofens, you know, had up some sleep. Um, <laughs> hopefully, it'll be all right. I mean, seventy-five percent chance of playing, but I'm not actually sure what he was ill. For, what actually was wrong with him? But I hope he plays against Brentford because you know we, I felt we both could have, we would have, you know. Last week, we, that would have helped us. So, so um, helped us out a lot. Yeah, I um, think he will. I think hopefully he will. Um, especially for his value, we can't make having him out for like three weeks and then <laughs> seven point five mil, seven point six mil rather sitting on the bench. Um, Creswell. Now this this fixture because I've got a few Leeds players and I, I've got West Ham players. It's kind of you know I'm I've got mainly West. I've got a couple of you know. Leeds attackers and a West Ham attacker. I feel like I need to kind of. It's gonna. Creswell is gonna be sacrificed in this, but I feel like he could. You know, we know how Leeds have been playing, and we also know, you know, in terms of their defence, they've got some injuries. So I think Creswell could perhaps return from an attacker return. He stays. Um, sure. Currently, I want to save my trans two transfers. Yeah. I want to let a transfer go over. So I'm going to keep him for against Villa. Um, sure, feels, sure feels like a, a, a little problem, doesn't he? He's, he's, he is he's because... Big problem. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those where I you feel like, do you need to, you know, shake up or change your plans to bring take him out? I mean, we know he's capable of attacking returns. I just think the, the West Ham... Um, not West Ham, where the United defence, I mean, I just don't know why they not keep him many clean Weird, isn't it? At the moment. They don't look stable at the back at all, United, and it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, looking at the players they've got, you know, Maguire, Varane, I think Wan-Bissaka, I felt this season, I feel he's he's really, he looks he looks pretty good, to be fair. I mean, I always doubted him in the past. I feel he was a bit, I didn't trust him on the boards a lot, but I've watched that game, you know, the last game that United played, and it was a few times where, you know, Especially when Maguire kept fucking about with the ball at the back, yeah, um, he's he's coming to save him. So yeah, it's surprising. Um, but if I move on to my midfield, so Rafinha has also got a flag against him, hip injury. Um, you know what? They rested. You know, in the Carabao Cup, they rested them. Uh, mm. So I'm going to hope he plays. Um, yeah, for sure. So he's going to start Odegaard. The thing is, we're against Spurs, and I feel, like, of course, you know that's a tricky fixture. But I feel like sometimes Odegaard in in the 
the big games, you know, he he's got that quality to make a difference. Um, yeah, I know. Last week, I'm not expecting 11 points every week, and then I've got to remember, you know, his his he's only 5.5 million, um, and he's not kind of the more, you know, some of the midfielders in the game. He's not he's mm. not you know a yossa, but I, I'm going to keep him in the team for for this game because you know what? That, I honestly thought that you you would be betting by these Arsenal assets, being an Arsenal fan, bringing them in. I always thought maybe it's a little bit of bias, but I mean, Odegaard and Ben White both returning for you last week, was it? Yeah. Yeah, both of them them returned. They got me 18 points between them. So for me, that was for once. (laughs) I mean, the amount of times last season I fucking picked him. But to be fair, I've, I've been a bit more strategic in who I'm picking this season you know mm. we've got we've got some good fixtures after Spurs arguably um that I feel like and you know what if if there's a better option I will take them out I'm not afraid to do that now um, yeah. but yeah hopefully top Odegaard can do something against obviously Spurs at home uh Fernandez as I mentioned he is one of the players where should I want to bring in a more premium uh, attacker he is good he's one of the I'm not going to take out Salah I mean, you could say, oh, I could take out Yosser and downgrade to like a 4.5 and then have like a cut 2.2 million. That is a potential option. You know, yeah. I could do that if I feel like, you know, I can't spend, you know, part ways with Fernandez. But for the moment, he stays because based upon, you know, some of the things I um, touched upon, I feel mm. he is, he's, he's got that kind of creativity and I feel like he can return. Um, moving on to Salah. Yeah, Salah. He's he's doing well, isn't he? Um, pro- he's he's yeah. my current captain. I don't think I'm going to change that. So yeah, he's going to be my captain for the week. Interesting. Um, I mean, you could say perhaps looking at other players, you could say maybe uh, I'll get to him. Actually, let me let me get yeah. to him first. So Yossa, I've got in midfield. Currently, he stays. Um, again, next week is the kind of week where I need to decide because I'm of course I'm going to use that carry that transfer over and you know see who I'm going to bring in. Um, moving on to my attack. So, Mikel Antonio is back. Um, and he, and I, you know, I'm feeling his uh, his frustration being uh, being sent off because, you know, I mentioned I got sent off the other week. Well, uh, yeah. in, instead of getting a two-match ban, the FA gave me a straight three-match three ban. So, it's, <laughs> I'm you know feeling... I, I was joking that they should give you a four-match ban. And I didn't Mate, they fucking they nearly did. <laughs> The thing is that the referees can write like a um, review of the, you know, the reasons and and even though they did that, the FA have decided no. So yeah, um, Antonio, I feel like could be raring to go against Leeds, and you know we know Leeds have conceded a lot of shots this season. So you could argue, you know, that might be a more differential captain option. But saying that, he is thirty four percent owned now, so maybe maybe it's better to play it safe with Salah. Um, moving on to Bamford now. I, it's now, yeah, he's saying he's got an ankle injury, similar to another yellow flag in my team. You know what? I'm going to hope that he's okay. Um, if he's not okay, it will mean Ben White comes in off the bench as first choice. Um, that's the only concern I do have about my team. Last week, I had on on Baba Dunale, um, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> so I keep swearing. Whatever his name is, I can't pronounce him, and we've had this issue before. But he is not. Um, He's not getting any game time, is he? And so, no, no. He's... I feel like at the moment I'm sacrificed. I've got one playing kind of bench player. I mean, it's not always good to have four, you know, four on the bench because if you've got four playing bench players on the bench, sometimes it's like, well, 
have you got too much invested on there and could you upgrade perhaps an asset? But then saying that sometimes, you know, if you have a balanced squad, that is the counter to that. But yeah, like I said, um, White is the only kind of player that could come in. But what were you going to say, Lewis, in, in regards to yeah, the Norwich player? I'm not even going to say try and say his name either. I was oh. just going to say the I was just going to say that um, that he was probably one of the main reasons that I wildcarded because just looking at his name gave me a headache. So he's completely <laughs> gone from my team. Like. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a frustrating one, but yeah, that's my current team for the moment. Um, Great. Going into that, so hopefully that will return, but we will see. We'll both briefly touch upon um, captaincy in a sack. I just want to go through my main team first because I'm similar to you, where there's no sort of um, there's no transfer plan in place. There's no the, the plan is to roll basically um, to give me more flexibility next week. So Sanchez starts against Palace again. You've covered that. Happy in that fixture. Um, Shaw's playing against Villa. It, you know it's one of those that he should do well um, regardless of form. Uh, Trent. I imagine he'll be back. Um, he didn't play in the cup midweek either, so yeah, I, I'm fine with I'm fine with him against Brentford. Marcel against Southampton could be an issue there. He was pretty poor last time out and might run into trouble with him or, um, there and him not even making the lineup. So we might see eight Nori. Um, so yeah, I could end up with uh, Brandon Williams again against Everton off the bench for Sep. But anyway, Triori against Southampton. Really hoping that Wolves. Um, Paul at least a, a, a decent performance out of the bag against him as well they did against Watford. Um, Salah, Brentford. Um, Yotta, Brentford. Uh, ben Rama against Leeds. I actually really like Ben Rama against Leeds. Uh, I really like West Ham against Leeds, actually. Um, so that's going to be a really big game for me in the week on the weekend, and I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, Ronaldo against Villa. He's so hungry to score, isn't he? All the time. You can guarantee him a goal on the weekend. I think that's for sure. Yeah, I think so. Did you see the um? <laughs> did you see that move? I think it's on our where he he got the ball and he just kind of did a little sprint and then he passed it sideways. Yeah, yeah. That he was let, quite. That was loving, quite amusing. That was pretty loving, funny. Yeah. He's loving the step overs as well. I've noticed. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of the time when he does it, I mean, it's in positions where you know he just does it for the sake of it. But like we've seen, he is he's he's scoring for you, isn't he, Lewis? It's getting you them points. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for you as a non-owner, what's that like? Not only Ronaldo, because obviously me and you had this discussion with Bruno over Bruno or Ronaldo it's... a couple of weeks back, and I moved on, and you capped with Bruno, didn't you? So, I mean, what's what's that like? It's yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I like I said to you, Lewis, you know, I felt Fernandez has looked dangerous, and I felt last game he was unlucky to not get a goal and not get an assist. Um, Ronaldo, we know he has, he's been getting out of nowhere. He's, he comes up with the goal. Um, but it is something I've, I've, you know, I can't shy away from and I can't, I need to keep an eye on it because of course, what I don't want to do is some of the mistakes, you know, I've made in the past where players are doing really well. And I've just kind of, I was too stubborn to get them or feel like I've missed the train, you know? Um, so I'm definitely monitoring it. That's just one of those where I feel for the moment, I'm not going to do it this week. Yeah. So I mean Antonio, last player on the list on the list at uh, Bamford, sorry, Bamford against um West Ham and Antonio against Leeds. So um so yeah, I'm pretty happy with the lineup. I'm pretty happy about rolling. I like the fixtures that my team have got. Um just captaincy. Captaincy is a big issue for me this week because it's very split. 
I mean, we're looking at Ronaldo having over 100% effective ownership. So, I mean, that would be scary for you, wouldn't it, as a as a non-owner? So, his ownership is going to be absolutely sky high this weekend, isn't it? Just a little. <laughs> I mean... I can't wait. I don't like watching it when he's playing. It's like when, you know, that sort of sitting behind the sofa and not watching. When, yeah. when Fernandez used to play and I never had him. I feel like this is one of those, this is one of those, this could be a situation similar to you and Bruno last year where you just don't buy Ronaldo and his effective show ownership just keeps biting you every week. Is there going to be a point soon where if he carries on scoring, you, you're going to have to go for him? Potentially, but I've got another player in mind, Lewis, you know, I've got, I've got, there's a lot of forwards now. There's a lot of players that that's it's it. not ah, just, okay. <laughs> it's, okay. that's the thing I feel this season and it's the same, you know, Kane's currently not doing anything, but there could be a point in this season where, you know, it's, we're only, we're only a few weeks in now, but um, coming out of game week six, but there could be a point this season where there's like five players that are just doing amazingly well. And it's yeah. just a case of you've got to pick one. Um, so, but yeah, I understand. I think, there could be a point where if they're if the other players aren't kind of doing well, where I just have to you know bite the bullet and bring him in. Mm. So just getting back to the captaincy, there's a lot of advantages and disadvantages um, for captain. For me, there's three options this week. There's Antonio against Leeds. Leeds arguably one of the worst defenses in the league and posting some of the worst underlying defensive stats in the league currently, um, along with Newcastle and uh, teams like that and Burnley. Um, so that is a huge option. However, is a, he, however he won't be a majority captaincy choice. Uh, the two majority captaincy choices will be Salah and Ronaldo. So Salah and Ronaldo are both playing teams, Villa and Brentford, who have reasonably good defensive underlying stats. Um, the only difference with those te- with those with those fixtures is, and there's not much defensively, Brentford's looking really strong um, defensively, but there's a lot of var- there's a lot of variables that comes comes sort of with those different choices. Uh, United playing at home, we both know there's a huge advantage to playing at home this year with the fans, and that's sort of shown in 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 you know the amount of goals scored and stuff at home, and and even Ronaldo with his with his home fans there, you know he's he loves it, doesn't he? So you've got that factor. Um, you've also got the fact you've also got the fact that although Brentford are posting pretty good defensive stats they haven't played any of the elite attacks yet you know the likes of United Liverpool uh, City you know those 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 sort of teams yet which makes captaincy really difficult this week um so where are you at you Ronaldo Salah or or Antonio well if, if I was in your position I, I'm I would it would more be to put towards either Ronaldo or um or Salah, I I yeah. think personally, um, you know Salah. I think you got to play sometimes just because on you know how many this season. I think he's it's only one game where if you didn't captain him, if you put your captain on Salah each game this season, I think you've only would have not returned once. Once, yeah. yeah. Once, so once. Yeah. and of course you've got to also remember that that if your captain Hall, of course. Is higher with when Salah does well because, of course, you know he's a midfielder. You get more points for goals, and you get a clean sheet as well. Um, yeah. So there's that also that you could perhaps consider. Um, but yeah, it's it's a difficult one. But if it's easy for me to say because I don't have Ronaldo, but I think if I was if I did have Ronaldo, I would I would probably bank on Salah on the fact that you know last week what he did, he got 24 points. 
so are you are you at are you at the point where because obviously you don't own Ronaldo, so guessing that's a, a, a much easier decision for you to just go Salah, is it? I think so for me, yeah. I mean yeah. I could say Fernandez perhaps because I you know, I feel that Fernandez could he could do well, but I feel just on the way Salah's playing and yeah, he, he looks mm. he looks he looks good. He looks very good. Um so on that basis, I mean, you know, Ronaldo's stats are are very good. Um, but it's, it's difficult. But I feel, you know, it, w- the simple thing is if if Salah scores and Ronaldo scores, you know, Salah's going to get more for a captain. So you could just yeah. try and look at it more from a simplistic point of view. It's a difficult one this week. It really is difficult because yes, it's gr- it is good that Salah has the clean sheet and the and the um on the sort of extra point for the goal. But then there's there's Ronaldo being a factor at home. And, and it, there's a lot. There's a lot to think about. So I'm very, very split between Ronaldo and Salah at the moment, and I don't think it matters too much which way you go out of them. Of course, obviously the outcome could could um, determine that wrong. Um, put me as uh, wrong at saying that, but um, I just I just look at both of them and think they could both do really well, and the, and they'll probably both be um, over 100% effective ownership anyway, so I, I feel like whichever one you do pick, you sort of need the other one to blank, if that makes sense. It's annoying, isn't it, when you know when, when that's the case, you've got two players, you know, that, and you owe both of them, you want them to both do well, but you can't. Yeah, you can't captain both, so <laughs> it's just what it is, what it is, you've, got, you've just got to... You just got to take it, haven't you? Yeah. You, whoever it is, you just got to accept. So that's where we are with captaincy. Obviously, Max, you're you're a little bit more easier for you because you're your salary. Although, yeah, Bruno, I think it could be a, equally a good option. Um, it might sort of push me to Ronaldo, having because I also already own Yotta as well. So I don't know. I feel like three options in that Liverpool game and captaincy on top of that maybe a little maybe spread it a little bit because I only own Ronaldo and Shaw. I'm not too sure. Uh, but anyway, let's just discuss some of the hot topics at the moment and, and try and get through uh, a few of these quite quickly. So let's just look at some of the top options for the week ahead, Max, and I'll let you start. So I think um, in terms of the top options, I mean, you could arguably look at like some of the players we, met, we just discussed in terms of, you know, Ronaldo. And yeah. the fact that, you know, if you look at the amount of, um, you know, the amount of shots he's having, um, you know, per per appearance, he's had six shots in the box. Um, uh, he's, you know, he's... Looking he's, really active, isn't he? Yeah, he's just the expected goals. I mean, you know, so far he's got he's got the three goals. He's, he's returning, he's involved in everything. He doesn't... I don't think he's been... Um, being brought off yet since when he started um and he's okay he's he's expensive we know we know that but like we said you know the expected effective ownership is high now and a lot of people have him and there's a good reason for that you know the number of big chances he's had um i think it's five over the games whereas if you were to look at another player in comparison such as Lukaku who's had uh three um yeah if there's the overall kind of the shots, the shots on target are good. So, I mean, we know we know what um, what to expect from Ronaldo. Um, okay, he's got some perhaps some tricky fixtures coming, but like we said, you know, you said mentioned at home, 
Ronaldo could be a, a very good option. Um, so that's one of the you know one of the first options that I would yeah. personally look at. Of course, it's an obvious one, but I think it's one that is is key if you haven't got him mm. to consider. Of course, um, I just want to stick one in there. Um, I think I'm going to stick a couple in actually. Uh, I think if you well, firstly, if you haven't got Antonio um, going into this week. It just feels a little bit, I would probably be a little bit worried um, because I just think that Leeds, again, obviously there's the Leeds have had a couple of injuries, haven't they? I think Lorente was injured and now um, Ailing is injured as well. And it, it's not looking, it's not looking great for Leeds, is it, defensively? And, and I think that, po- again, we've already discussed the post and some really bad stats, but just hearing that Antonio has been rested in the cup tonight as well, I just feel that, you know, he, he's missed two games now. He's raring to go. He's fully fit. He's resting his hamstrings. Exactly. And, and, to be, and to be fair, I think I've, I've seen a couple of mentions about him changing his diet and stuff. And and, and, and apparently his, his, his legs actually feel better than they ever have just because he's changed his diet. Which is, is quite has, he gone, has he gone vegan? I've... God knows. I just know. I know I've, I've watched a few... Um... So now I saw a few documentaries about in sports and athletes. You know they they have they, some changing of the diet does have an impact. I know yeah. Lukaku changed his diet when he went to Inter Milan, didn't he? And you know now look yeah. at him. Yeah, so I think that's obviously made a massive uh, impact on his um, on his fitness and, and obviously well his his hamstrings as well. But um, I just I, I really fear for Wolves defensively um, in that game, and I just think Antonio is a great option going into that. And you could probably, and while I'm here, you can have Ben Rama as well. I think going into that, going into that with a double up personally, I'm really excited about that. Um, so yeah, Antonio and Ben Rama. Um, any more options, Max? I don't want to say him again, but do you know, what? I'm not going to say his name again because, but actually I am. Do you know what? Jamie, Jamie Vardy, he's, he's at it again. It's, um, Oh God! He, he's he's pulling it out and he keeps scoring and you know he's again of course on the weekend they got burn got Burnley and they're not playing amazingly well Leicester um they got you know Crystal Palace game week seven Burnley game week six okay he's expensive but he's mm. you know, he's getting them goals and sometimes you need them six pointers um so as much as I'm you know in terms of assets you've also got to look at the fixtures and while we know. Yeah. I could easily say, you know, Chelsea defender, but of course we know they've got City and it probably, for this game week, it probably wouldn't be best to say that because we know the strength that, that City have. Mm. Um, and there's a few other fixtures that are similar um, similar scenarios. So that's why I haven't opposite that. Yeah, I think Jamie Vardy is another... It's interesting to see how the monitoring of Barnes because we know um, Barnes did... Uh, I think he scored it in the, in the week, did he? He got. Um, uh, yeah, I think he. I think he got. He did return in the week, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I think he did. So perhaps you know, with Leicester improving, that could of course have a knock-on effect on Vardy as well. So, mm. but yeah, that's one player I also consider from an attacking point of view. Um, Interesting. I was just looking at Vardy. He is. He is slightly. Obviously, the only time I hear about Vardy is on this pod with you every week. But just looking <laughs> at his stats, just there, and he's the second highest scoring forward. Um, there you go. In the game on 29 points, 10 behind Antonio, one ahead of Jesus. Um, yeah, some, some surprising names in there, actually. 
Um, but yeah, he is ticking away, isn't he? He's one of those players where he, he, he'll only get some people start going on about his bang a hat trick against someone. And then suddenly you'll see a lot of people talking about him and think, oh, fuck me, Jamie Vardy's, you know, he's look at the goals he's scored in the last five games. But yeah. I feel that will happen at some point. But yeah, like you said, I think he's his underlying stats are good. It's just, of course, I think they understand why not many people are going for him because, you know, the prices, the price he is for an extra million that you could probably get elsewhere, you could end up getting someone like Lukaku. So. That's probably sure. why he's, he's not he's not in everyone's team. So, so, so we'll just move on from uh, from the top options. We've talked about games that we like. You like Vardy again, um, Antonio, Bamrama, and you also mentioned Ronaldo. So some 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 big performances expected, I think, from 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 those four. Um, but yeah, let's just look at some more uh, hot topic um, topic. So, do we drop Ronaldo? for Lukaku and, and when do we do it if we do what do you think so in response to this you know I've looked at um on you know some of the in comparison the two players um and to put it I personally you know if I had Ronaldo I would be looking to switch it to Lukaku I don't currently have either but I'm looking to get Lukaku in for the fixture run from game week seven yeah now you're in the predicament of course you have Ronaldo and do I want to get rid of him? But, you know, looking at the both of them stats, on paper, Ronaldo is is better. Big chances in comparison to Lukaku. Ronaldo's five, Lukaku's three. Um, I mean, shots in the box, Lukaku's slightly better with 14, but then shots on target um, is seven from Ronaldo. And I think, you know, in terms of uh, points per appearance, it's is better for Ronaldo. I think it's, it's a difficult one because I feel that... Ronaldo is is doing incredibly well, but it's also you've got to look at some of the fixtures and there's and Lukaku I think will score against absolutely anyone. Where um, whereas some of the more difficult fixtures, you could argue, you know, have we? I mean, it's a good test this week, isn't it? We see Lukaku yeah. against Man City, you know, arguably one of the top defense, the top defense in the league in terms of shots conceded. They hardly concede any. I think it was like five per game so far. Um, so, you know, if he can do it against City, then it, it doesn't make a difference to Lukaku's playing. Whereas it would be interesting to see, you know, Ronaldo from a point of view of some of the better sides that he's got coming up because he's got, you know, he's got Liverpool and Tottenham in the next mm. five game weeks. But what about you, Lewis? Do you, is he on the kind of chopping board for you or are you going to keep him? Yeah, no, I think this was just in response to a few things that I've seen on Twitter, you know, okay, that some are United fans, so I expect there to be some sort of club bias there, but a few from non-United fans as well. Um, I think they were saying that Ronaldo's too good to drop even because of the fixtures. My sort of argument is they're pretty similar, and you've talked about the stats there, and, you know, Ronaldo edges some, Lukaku edges a couple more. Um but I think when you when you're sort of fifty fifty, you need to look at a couple of things. You need to look at price and fixtures. And um, okay, the, first of all, the price. So we're looking at a million, a million difference between Ronaldo and Lukaku. Now that what that can do, that extra million is turn I don't know, say a four point five million pound defender um, into a Chelsea defender. So that's that's the sort of if you weigh it up like that, you're looking at that sort of difference. Um, so that million pound can go up a long way. And then obviously we look at the fixtures and, you know, the fixtures are far, far um, better for Chelsea. Um, 
so yeah in, in, from it's for me it's a quite an easy uh, simple answer and that's a yes now when is interesting because yacht in my own team for per so this is just my own personal team and my own personal scenario yotta plays um i think it's yotta plays i think man city uh next week i think it's yeah. after yeah so he plays man city next week and then he plays what but then he plays united so my, my the thing in my head is what what is more of it what is more of a priority lukaku coming in instead of united uh, instead of ronaldo even though United play Everton, who, to be honest, are quite weak at the back at the moment. They're missing some key players. And Chelsea against Southampton, who have actually stopped City from scoring and limited United to one goal. So they've actually limited two of the best attacks in the league to one goal with both of them playing both of them combined. So I'm thinking, OK, maybe Ronaldo stays against Everton. Yota gets replaced before he plays City. Because let's be honest, if he can't score against Bucky, Brantford, he's not going to score against City, is he? Or he probably will, <laughs> knowing, knowing my left. Uh, but yeah, my, my my two priority transfers next week will be a Chelsea defender and getting rid of Yotta. And then the week after that, when um, when United play Leicester, that and, 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 and Chelsea play, um, I think Chelsea play, I think it's Norwich, but I'd have to double check that. Uh, no, yeah, no, sorry, Chelsea play Brantford. That's that's when I'd be probably looking to to get in on, on Lukaku. But yeah, let's just, again, move on. So one or two Chelsea defenders, Max. What do you think? What's enough? I would say one. On yeah. Only on the basis of the... I mean, I would, as you've discussed in the past, and I know a lot of people on Twitter, you know, some of the Chelsea fans, you know, there's set players that are more nailed. Um, yeah. Rudiger, yeah. I think, um, is one of them... Uh, Spill equator, um, yeah, but so I mean, both nailed, yeah, yeah, but it's difficult because, of course, you've got players like Reese James and Chilwell, and then perhaps Alonso who's doing incredibly well. But of course, you know, there is some rotation risk. And while we know Chelsea's defense has been, you know, incredibly solid, I think it's the thing is because both the if you're gonna have two Chelsea defenders. You, they're going to they're be, you know, what's the cheapest? Five million. Um, so I think Christensen is yeah. he five million, I believe. So you know, yeah. they're they're not the cheapest. Um, and you perhaps could, I I feel that you could probably go for a more safer option elsewhere. Um, I mean, we've seen, of course, you know, in um, doubling up can 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 do do wonders in terms of as long as the players are playing. Um, mm. I mean, if you've if you have the if you have the confidence in in two Chelsea players that you think for the foreseeable future that they're gonna they're gonna you know they're both set ones you could even go for one that's more more defensive and but then in saying that you know you could say Alonso is more attacking than Rüdiger but we saw what Rüdiger did on the weekend so but for me I would only go with one. But yeah. what about you, Lewis? We go for the two, risk it at two, or yeah, I think so. I think I suppose it's 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 team dependent isn't it it's the, the team dependent on your own team personally um i'm looking forward to getting rid of Shaw. so he would he would become a straight swap for rudiger now the million pound that um gets created from the sale of ronaldo to lukaku could also upgrade another 4.5 uh to to a 5.5 5.6 if you've got a couple of extra quid in the bank um for me rudiger's nailed so he ha- he has to come in and i think we're going to be looking at um, high effective ownership 
on the Chelsea defence. So I think a lot of people will have one defender. So you might not necessarily gain much rank from having one. Um, two, I think, is a different sort of kettle of fish. I think if you have two defenders and they both play and they both keep clean sheets, which is probably likely um, considering the fixture run as well, um, then, then you know, you're talking huge rank games. Now, obviously, it's, it's getting that getting that defender to actually play isn't it so so yeah that's that's a different scenario so 5.5 on rudiger 5.6 now because he rose last night um is is an essential for me he he's assuming he has to come in and then and then there's a lot of um question marks around reese jane because as for the he's six he's i think he's six now he's too expensive you know he's just too much to get to um and um I think Reese James and Alonso offer two different things. Reese James obviously offers a lot of a lot of goal threat and creativity when he does play, and Alonso literally plays as a bloody second striker sometimes. <laughs> or at least he did against at least he did against Spurs. Kind of so, finds himself up there, doesn't he? Yeah. So I'm just, I don't mind punting on the, on the second Chelsea defender um, as long as I have a good bench, which you know we we can all we I'm pretty sure we've all got a good option on the bench uh, these days. Um, but yeah, I think Alonso could it could be uh, could be Alonso that comes in if it carries on. Now I've seen that Chilwell's playing the cup game tonight, and if he looks good, Alonso might might lose a lot of interest from me. Whereas Rhys James might gain it because he's playing tonight. If that makes sense, it's weird because obviously Rhys James has missed a couple of games, one for a ban and two, I expect because his house got burgled. So it's interesting. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, as to which one to pick, but luckily I don't have to make that move um, for another week or two, uh, so we can just sort of monitor that. Um, moving on, um, wild card now was something that you wanted to add, wasn't it, Max? Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those because not everyone has done it, and I know, of course, originally my original plan was game week game week uh, seven, and of course. Now it's it's looking at what what kind of players you want to go for, and some of based upon some of the things we've spoken about today, um, you know you could opt to go for that kind of in just mentioning some players that you would want to go for in that wild card. I mean, you could go for the perhaps the two premium strikers in you know Lukaku and Ronaldo, yeah. um, but of course we know that would mean some sacrifices. So, for example, say you then wanted Salah, you know you're going to have to. With them three players, you're going to have to, you know, sacrifice some some yeah. more expensive players. But I think it's interesting because now we've, I think we've had what five game weeks now. You're starting to see some of the some spam patterns in terms of players that are, you know, week in week out they're starting. For example, or you know, they're, they're looking like they're looking dangerous. Um, so you could argue for people that have held it now, it's kind of a good way to kind of see. Who has played well and who hasn't, um, and not for, and wait see where you want to go with it. Um, there is, of course, the, the you know the difficult task that we always have is picking them players that are lower, kind of the more differential kind of players where you know, they're not expected to do as well, but they kind of come in and suddenly they start shooting in price. Um, mm. I mean, I don't know if, in terms of you, Lewis, but what I know we've discussed it in a previous pod. Some of our wildcard options. I know. Um, I originally, yeah, you know, Yossa was one of those, but now he's kind of on the way out in terms of one of the players that we would consider. Um, ben Rama, of course, is a player that is previously is doing well. Um, 
But again, he, I know he scored last week, but before that, you got two blanks. So it's, mm. it's a bit difficult. But um, I don't know who you, who would be first on your team. She I assume after this game week, it would be Rudiger. Yeah, I think in terms of the wild card, um, and if I should use it, I think it now feels like the right time to use it. And I think that was discussed. I think we, a lot of people aim for the, the fixture swing, didn't they? It, well, even now, we're game week 30. Um, the only thing that would slightly hold me back on the wild card is Leeds. Um, yeah, OK, Bamford and Rafina, they both returned in the last game. And, and like the, the two main fixture swings at the moment is, is the fact that Chelsea's fixture change and Leeds' fixtures change. The original plan was to yeah okay to get a Chelsea players in and then but also to get a double attack on Leeds. It just doesn't feel that convincing anymore, and I'm and I'm I'm starting to feel like in terms of the wildcard, if I had it, I would look at it and think Wolves okay. Wolves have got great fixtures, but well they're hit and miss, aren't they? At the moment, you know they were great the week before last and the week gone they were awful. So I look at that and think okay, there's no major urge to get Wolves players in. Yes, Chelsea players, but I just feel they could be managed by transfers. So maybe it, maybe it would be a good time to hold the wild card for game week 13 because we know that there's a, a huge um, fixture swing in, in game week 13. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyone, anything else you want to add to the wild card thing, Max? I, I mean, yeah, like that's a good point. Sometimes, you know, you might have the wild card, but, but there's no need to kind of is if you don't feel like you can need to use it then don't of course sometimes as as i notice you know you'll have a few injuries here and there and then suddenly you're like shit i need it um yeah so yeah that's another thing to consider so we'll touch upon your dodgy differential now max if that's okay because we had no winner on the pick three this week it was um it was a it was a draw uh two regular players it was um so yeah let's let's just touch upon the dodgy differential before we finish up yeah so um the my dodgy differential was regular and as we saw um chelsea kind of dismantled uh spurs um which <laughs> i wasn't i had no issue with at all so <laughs> to yeah. be fair though regular there was a there was times in the game where i thought do you know what Spurs could have scored there, and they just in regular, in, in fact, as well. He there was a run, wasn't there, on the wing where he kind of somehow mm. got in behind. And but since after Chelsea kind of got control of the game, you know, there was it was just a case of I felt of how many they're going to score. Um, so yeah, the dodgy differential from Regulon, yeah, he I got that correct, and then the differential was Cancelo now. On this week, you know, for a defender, it's slightly different, so I would have classed if Regulon if it was a nil nil draw. I'd have classed that as, you know, a kind of return because, of course, defenders are slightly different. Um, so I'd say, you know, for the differential, Kinsella was correct because he got, of course, the clean sheet. So, yeah, got the picks right for that. And in terms of, uh, I'll, of course, post a video soon with the new yeah. picks as well from the members of the community. But Snake FPL, so he had some great picks. Uh, yeah. And he picked Marnie. Um, and as we saw, you know, Marnie's one of those players we know that's getting all these shots and having all these shots. And he's kind of that selfish player that you kind of get annoyed at when you own Salah. Yeah. But yeah, he returned. So that was a correct pick. And then, of course, Pereira was his dodgy differential. And we saw, you know, for Leicester, you know, they didn't do Susan well. So everyone got 
all positive this week, Lewis. You know, everyone got everything right. So good, good one this week. Great stuff. So another another good week. Um, and I can't wait to see who's doing the next one. Have you got a name, Max, or are we saving that for the... Uh... I've got a name, but I'll save it for the video, you know. I can't wait to hear that. And just as we're finishing it, Arsenal have gone 1-0. I literally oh, just saw that. Lacazette. I, another... I, I should have yeah. said to people, you know, you need to put Lacazette in your wildcard. No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> He's not getting a look in with a Bamiang, so... Um, but yeah. Yeah, and United conceded in the first ten minutes, which isn't a surprise, is it? They can't buy a clean sheet at the moment. Um, but yeah, let's let's just end it there. Um, nice to catch up again, Max, and obviously we can only hope that we get some big rank gains because it's not looking pretty, is it? Five to six hundred k at the moment when there's so many players um, on Twitter doing a lot better within the community at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, another positive week and another rank game for us. Definitely. Um, well, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, again, we'll see you soon. And we'll, we hope to get our own Twitter page up and running um, soon. We're just waiting on a couple of things at the moment. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you again this time next week. Uh, see you later, Max. And thanks see for you later, Lewis. Again. Yeah, see you later. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers.